up, everybody? Good morning, good night, good afternoon, good evening. It is episode three of season two, the Manic Candace podcast. Here we go. M-D-M-A-Q. So, today we are going to talk about the craziest, most random thing I've ever done in my life, which was take off to New York City. I mean, it doesn't sound that crazy, but just just hear me out. I want you to picture yourself when you were 20 years old. What kind of person were you? What kind of dumb idiot were you? I was pretty fucking stupid. So as you guys have probably picked up, I used to sell drugs when I was in college. You know, we all do. So one night I was getting high on my own supply, as we all do. You know... Probably about eight milligrams of Xanax deep. You know, I am beyond blacked out. I am beyond blacked out. But then I have this debit card next to me, and I know there's about $500 on it. You see, to me back then, I thought I was popping because I had $500 in my pocket, and I had $500 in the, in the bank, and I had a credit card, and yada, yada, yada. Like, I thought I was the shit. Anyways... So I'm sitting there, 20 years old, in my apartment that I shared with four other bitches. I digress. Check out episode two of season one, Arizona State University Roommates from Hell. (laughs) If you want to know what happened. Anyways. I go to like, well I go to Google first, but I end up on... Expedia. Expedia Expedia.com. I end up on Expedia.com and then I'm just putting in flights. You know, there's, it was, it was 2017, 2016. It was 2016 and it was, no, it was 2015 October when I bought the tickets and I did not book a hotel room because I thought to myself, I'll just I'll just purchase it in a month. I will just save my drug money and just purchase a hotel room in New York City in a month and it will be f- totally fine. Stupid. Dumb. Stupid. No common sense. No like no How my mother deals with me. <laughs> so it's approaching March, which is when the flight was, and it was during the week of spring break. And I had no hotel. And mind you, I only bought one ticket. So my dumbass thought it was a great idea to go to New York City by myself. Xanax is a hell of a drug, I am telling you. Like, you. <laughs> So, it's like February of 2016, and my flight is in like three weeks. And I go, Mom, 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 I messed up, Mom. And she's like, What's, what, what? And I told her, I was like, Look, a few months ago, I bought a round trip to New York City, and I don't have a hotel. 
And I also don't have spending money. And, you know, my ticket was $353. She could have been like, well, fuck you, kid. You lost $353. But no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is my mother. So she puts me a block from Times Square in Manhattan. I want you to picture Times Square where they drop the ball at NYC, where they street perform, where where it's where the hub, the hub of the world is at the is at Times Square. It's Grand Central Station, Station Zero. Subway Station Zero. Like ah, ah. A block away. A block away. I could not believe it. Man, it was, it was insane. I'm going to tell you the rest. Watch. So, um, my mother got me a room at the Broadway Plaza Hotel. It was a one bedroom. And I, when I walked in, I played Frank Sinatra's, um, New York song. And I, I cried. I cried because you know what? New York is cool. New York's cooler than cool. New York invented cool. People think London invented cool. No, New York City invented cool. Not New York, whatever. New York City, United States, we invented cool. Everybody looks towards New York for the latest trends. You know, the, st- the, the money starts and ends in New York. Like everything is in New York City. And I just loved the idea of everything big, everything flashy everything expensive it's like if my personality was a city it would be new york city and i always always felt like i belonged there i always felt this special magical walt disney romance type of connection with a city that i've never been to until now so picture this i'm headed to phoenix sky harbor airport right I'm in a line to check out my luggage, but I don't know the difference between a carry-on and a luggage. So I walk through the carry-on line with my luggage. So security stops me like, why do you have this big luggage in the carry-out, in the carry-on line? And I was like, did I miss where I put my luggage? Like, I'm so confused. So they literally opened my luggage in front of everyone and searched my bag. Yes, I bought drugs, brought drugs with me. So I brought Xanax, I brought five bars with me (laughs) and I put it in this silicone container. It was very discreet, especially in my makeup bag. So they went through my makeup bag and they pulled out the container and he was going to open it. But something made him stop and he put it back in the fucking makeup bag and my heart literally stopped because I was like, shit, I'm going to federal prison. I'm going to federal prison. I'm going to federal prison. Like I literally, that was my first thought. I was like, I'm going to federal prison. I'm at TSA with drugs. Like I'm going to federal prison. Like I was really scared. Um, But thank God it did not happen. See, this is what happens when you pray. Don't at me. Just because you and God had beef 
when you were six has nothing to do with me. Don't rain on my parade because me and God are tight, okay? Go deal with your issues. Go deal with God. Go have a conversation. Get that atheist shit out of here. I don't appreciate that shit. I mean, if you don't believe in anything, like, who the fuck are you? Seriously. There's too much shit going around that does not make sense for you not to believe in anything higher than you. I'm not... We're going to talk about my beliefs in the next episode because it's quite interesting what I believe and what I thought I used to believe. Yeah, so if you're into religion and shit, episode four of season two, that is the next topic. So I get off the plane, right? I get off the plane and I realize, oh, I have to pay money to get out of JFK. I have to buy a Metro card and get out of the fucking airport. So I'm like, okay, what's the minimum amount? It was like $15. And I was like, holy shit. This is expensive. And then, so I had to pay $15 just to get out of the airport. I didn't go on a train or anything. I had to get out of the airport. To literally exit the airport, I had to pay a fee. That just let me knew, let me know. I'm like, I have a ride, New York City. So I was just so excited. I was like, yes, 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 take my money. And then I looked to my left, and there's a fine gentleman smoking. And I'm like, hi, can I have a cigarette, please? And I smoke a cigarette. And then I'm like, okay, time to get to my hotel. Mind you, I don't know where the fuck I am. (laughs) And my phone's about to die. And I'm about to go on a New York subway. And I have no idea where I'm going. So I go up to like a TSA lady. And I was like, hey, how do you get to um, Times Square? (laughs) She's all, you take the Jamaican train. You go all the way down here, and then you get off at this stop. So I take the subway, like, or the train um, through Queens. So I'm, like, looking at all of Queens passing by, like, on the windows of the subway. And I'm like, wow, this is Queens. Like, this is fucking Queens. Like, this is this is Queens. Like, all the TV shows and, like, everything, you guys. Like, it's... New York, like, oh, oh, Saturday Night Live, Jimmy Fallon, like, New York, Wendy Williams, New York. (sighs) I want to go back. I am going back for my 30th birthday. I'm so excited. Me and my mom and my friends are saving, so it's going to be a life event. So I get off the train, you know, I turn on my phone the battery I do have. I'm walking, I'm walking, and I happen to look up because I'm crossing the street and I look up at the sign and this is Fashion Avenue and seven. I was like, bitch, I've literally seen this spot on so many like lingerie commercials and like America's next top model. Like I've seen I I felt like I arrived. Ah! Oh, it was a 
was magical. It was so magical to be like, I'm on Fashion Avenue right now. And then I look to my right and there's a guy with his dick out and he's peeing on a UPS truck. And we we lock eyes. We lock eyes and he goes, well, you got to go and you got to go. And I was like, hey, like, you go, you, you finish there, sir. And he had a Compton hat on. And I just thought that was so funny because over here, some people will wear a hat that's just NYC. But over there, some of the people wear West Coast hats that say Compton. And I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so prior to my trip to New York for about a year... Somehow ended up following a whole clique of high school friends that just graduated high school from the Bronx on Twitter. Now, I was like when I had this Twitter, my Twitter handle was Young69Zaddies, like Annex and Adderall Zaddies, like Young69Zaddies. That was my Twitter handle. And I... made friends with this guy named Danny. He lived in the Bronx. He was my age. This guy named Mike, who was dating this girl named Ariel, who were my age and lived in the Bronx. And this guy named Barack, who was friends with Danny, who later stole Ariel from Mike. You see, I was all involved in following their drama. It was like my own personal reality show, just going on Twitter interacting with them sending them pictures of my drugs them sending them their pictures of their drugs like us partying us like that's when the term lit was made oh yeah like it was lit so um it was lit it's just lit as fuck and then that 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 slang term dada like dada 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 so dada dada so like dadas Dead fucking ass, dead ass, dead ass. So like, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. I miss Mike. Oh my God. He had the best pipe. I digress. No, I don't. Ooh, I want it again. I still think about his penis every single day when I wake up. It's insane what good dick will do to you. It's insane. (laughs) So I make all these friends, right? I have all these friends that live in the Bronx. (laughs) So me and Mike, we are really close because... We both sell Xanax. So we both have the same pressures. We're both fucked up all the time. We're both Leos and we're both very attractive. So we just clicked. We just we just really clicked. Uh, over online, through online, I didn't really think he saw me in a sexual manner. I thought we were just two buddies, you know, across this across the country, you know, across the nation. You know, I'm literally on the other end of the country from from him. In, Air- in Phoenix, and he's in the Bronx. The f- like, how random is that? Like, I make friends from the Bronx before I go to New York City. Oh, I, I met this other girl named, uh, her graffiti name was Beans, 
And she lived in Queens, but worked at Forever 21 in the city. Yeah. I deleted that Twitter and I don't know what happened to them. So, yeah. (laughs) You got to go to New York. You have to go. So, rewind. My first night, I am in the hotel room, right? And I turn on the TV and it's the nightly news and it says live. And I'm like, holy shit, like the A- like CNN, ABC, Fox, like all the news channels. Like I'm like, they are in New York City. And I was like, oh my God. And then Cardi B was on the TV and I was like, oh my God, I'm in a city. I was like, oh my God. And then I opened the blinds, the curtains, and in front of me is a lit up Empire State Building. I want you to picture your neighbor's house. Go outside and look at your neighbor's house. How close is that house to you? It's right there. Imagine being right next to the Empire State Building. Imagine seeing it for the first time at night and it's got pink lights on it. I have arrived. Like I I I I could not believe what my mother did for me. She put me a block from Times Square in front of the Empire State Building. Like I didn't ask for that. And this goes back to my last podcast of this season, The Only Child Syndrome. We don't deserve shit. We don't deserve shit. God. (sighs) That first night, I went to run around the corner to a, a bodega. And I got this Italian sub sandwich. Had pastrami. It had tomatoes. It had, I think it had like, Onion, lettuce, the chopped lettuce, not the sliced lettuce. It had like Italian dressing and seasoning, vinaigrette. It was, oh, and then they toasted it. It was, it'll set your asshole on fire, like in a good way. Like, ah. And I wanted to buy cigarettes, but they were like, no can do, miss. You got to be 21. And they just changed the age from 18 to 21 literally the day before I got there. And I was so, so upset. And I was fiending. I was fiending really bad. So what do I do? I used my resources. So I go to Twitter, right? And there's this guy from Jersey. I forgot his name. But all I know is that he was a DJ um, and he made like weird house music. So like he was this DJ from Jersey and, you know, like I, I hit him up. I was like, hey, I'm in, I'm in Manhattan right now. I can't get any cigarettes. Can you help a bitch out? So this dude takes a train 
from New Jersey at night, mind you, to see a stranger in Manhattan to give her cigarettes because cigarettes were cheaper in Jersey and he was, you had, you can be 18 in Jersey and Jersey's right next door. So he takes a train NYC to Jersey with my cigarettes and he ends up in my hotel room. And I, even at 20 years old, I was naive and I could not read the room. I could not read the situation. Of course, sex was going to happen. Of course we were going to fuck. Was that my intention? No. Was that his intention? 100%. Because he brought a condom and everything. So I, I, uh, I get wasted on Xanax. You know, we're in the bathroom. I'm showing him my rap skills. I'm playing every West Coast song and rapping it to him. He's laughing his fucking ass off. And then he kisses me. And it was really out of the movie. It was like Gilmore Girls. Or, 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 or Seventh Heaven, or, 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 what's another cliche ass? I don't know. It was very notebook, but not really. It was, it was, <sighs> me and Mike's kiss was more magical than me and that dude. But yeah, he puts the condom on, we're naked, boom. His dick is so hard. It's, it, it's painful. Like, it felt like a hammer. Imagine a hammer just being shoved in your vagina, like, like, just imagine a hammer just, like, up your uterus, just, just pounding in it. Like, I bled after that. Like, that's how fucking big and hard his dick was. Like, I, I literally... So I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I sucked his dick. And he was like, oh, my God, I was not expecting the head to be like that. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I got the Heimlich. So that is the most disgusting thing I've ever said. I apologize. You know, so the next day, my friend Brittany is flying in because my mom was like, you're dumb as hell trying to fly to New York City by yourself. And one thing about me and Brittany, we were friends. We were best friends in elementary school. Like, we loved Avenged Sevenfold. We loved freestyle music. We loved Carlos Mencia before he was a fucking fraud. Like, we loved, like, everything. We were the culture before the culture was a culture. And we just loved it. And we were our own little world. And... You know, both of us are both bipolar and we just can't be together for too long. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, we 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 love each other from afar. I think about her from time to time, but at, during this trip she was annoying as hell. I wanted to throw her off the face of the earth, honestly. <laughs> so, she gets there. That guy ended up spending the night and he leaves the next day and he's like, "Hey, I have a show in Brooklyn." tonight and i'm like oh just regular like oh i have a show in brooklyn like so he's like i got a show in brooklyn you should come over tonight and i was like okay 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 and he left his shirt you guys i kept that shirt i kept his shirt for years because i was like i was supposed to return this shirt to brooklyn but i didn't like it was a plain black 
tee but it was like he was really tall so it like looked like a dress on me and i was like i'm keeping this fucking shirt <laughs> that's like my greatest souvenirs that shirt oh i'm awful so britney's here we get dressed up like we like prior to the trip like i planned four outfits because i was going to be there four days and three nights so i planned four outfits i was like okay on this day i'm gonna wear these shoes and this dress and guys i went to the boutiques near asu i went to urban outfitters on mill like i bought a lot of like Stuff that I thought, like, oh, you gotta wear this in New York City when you're striding down the sidewalk in Manhattan on Saturday at the farmer's market where they shot Spider-Man. Like, I was just so, like, in the moment, living for a moment, creating moments, just being it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I was so cute. She was so cute. And the shoes hurt so bad. So we got dressed the fuck up. We're recording videos. We are living. We are 20. And we are young and wild and free and in a place on earth where anything is possible. If it could happen here, it could happen anywhere. So I was just excited about life. The air was different. The noise was nonstop. The smells were amazing. There was fucking dogs on every block. And you just knew these dogs were richer than you. You just knew it. You just do. You just do it. And you, you were okay. You were okay with it. You were okay with it. So the first day, her and I, we just strut around. We're walking around. Like, what can we get into? We go downstairs. We eat breakfast, which is 99 cent slices of pizza. Oh, yeah. We had the New York experience. We ate 99 cent slices of cheese pizza for breakfast. Saved on money, and it was better than the Continental. Ugh. Hard-ass bagels in the Continental, and the juice turns off, like, at 8 a.m., which is not cool. Oh, and they charge $25 to use the Wi-Fi for an hour. Are you nuts? So we're in Washington Square Park, right? And we're just taking a lot of photos. We're posing with statues, you know, the pigeons, the people. We're walking through Greenwich Village and I went to this boutique and I was like, oh, I could afford things in this boutique. It's a small store. (laughs) Tell me why I saw this coat and I was like, oh, this is a thrift coat. It's going to be like $30 max. That shit was $680. And I was like, why? And then I realized in that moment, I'm like, oh, there is a whole side of money I have no idea about. And I just slowly put the coat back on the rack. Just slowly. And I told myself, I'm like, one day... A $680 coat will be nothing to you. You will buy a coat that expensive and it will be nothing. And I was like, okay, okay. 
Okay. And here we are. Here we are, dude. Here we fucking are. I wish I could go buy that coat right now just to wear it. Just for my 20-year-old self. God help me. I'm so vain. And then we're like, hey, let's go down this block. And it's the block where they shot Sex in the City. So I am like, Brittany, you got to record me. So I, I entered this random house. The door was open. I just wanted the scene of me walking out of a house looking like... Like, it was slow-mo. Like, it, it looked really cool. I picked up a newspaper. Like, it was really, really cool. I was like, Carrie! And then I thought to myself, I'm like, hey, isn't the author of Sex in the City named Candace? And I was like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. So I'm like, Candace, you had sex in the city twice in a day. I felt like such a whore. Oh, my God could not get over it i was like i am a whore i am a whore i am a whore i fucked you guys in a different city and all the same day like i'm a whore i'm a whore please that was the least of my whore activities please oh did i say that out loud okay Oh, you think that laugh was bad? You should have heard it when I was smoking cigarettes and be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So we're in uh, Greenwich Village. You know, we're, we're, there's just, there's Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. It's another thing about New York City. They have no Starbucks and I appreciate that. But there's just Dunkin' Donuts on the corner just everywhere. And I'm like, what's so great about Dunkin'? Then I had a cup and I was like, oh, they put crack in here. They put literal crack in here. Like any off-label ingredients to make Adderall, they put it in the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm drinking Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, when in Rome, do what the Romans do. And like every every two seconds, I'd be like, it's New York, baby. Like anything that didn't make sense or anything that was expensive, any minor inconvenience, I'd be like, it's New York, baby. <laughs> so, Brady, we went to Little Italy. We went to um, Chinatown. I saw like the biggest bottle of Hennessy in Chinatown. It was, it was, it was ratchet. It was, it was really ratchet. It was on display in the window, and I was like, "Who the fuck? Who the fuck did that?" And like, why, why do, why do Asians drink Hennessy and pineapple juice? At least the Asians I've met, they were Vietnamese and Laos and they drink Hennessy with pineapple juice. So when I went to Chinatown, which is a different race, um, and I saw the Hennessy in the window, I'm like, they must be Vietnamese. Or Laos, or both. Because I know they know what's up with that Hennessy and pineapple juice. (laughs) If you throw that up, it comes out in chunks. Just saying, just saying. So Brittany and I slowly but surely begin to clash. Like on our second day, we did the touristy stuff. So we woke up early and we went to the farmer's market. 
which is around the corner. Everything was two blocks away from my hotel room. Everything. It was insane. We went shopping and shopping with Brittany for me was really annoying because she's a size zero. She is a size zero. She can buy anything. She can fit anything. And like I was a size at the time, maybe like a 12, 12 or 14, probably 12. And um, I went into American Apparel and it was like the last one on earth, apparently. Um, it was in, in New York City, so we were there. And Brittany was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going to barrel, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then like I was standing around like nothing fits me. So I hated it. <laughs> but then there were stores like you've never heard of. And they're, um, they're like cool stores. Like if you took all of the cool stores in your city... They wouldn't equal one of the cool stores in Soho. Oh, and in Soho, they have a Japanese McDonald's that's black on the outside. It looks super fucking cool. We walked everywhere. Greenwich Village, Soho. We went to Times Square. I flipped off the Pope and I didn't realize how big the Pope was until that day. Like, I didn't realize people thought he was like... The contact to God. Which is just weird to me. That's just so weird. Like you you can talk to God yourself. Like I just don't get it. I don't get it. You trust some man that said God said this. You know when. I digress. We are not going to open up the world's world war problems. In a podcast. We're not going to do that. shame that I went at 20 years old like why why didn't you wait until you were 21 you could have went to the clubs you could have bought alcohol why 20 so I was just like I don't fucking know so I go on Twitter and I'm like Mike I'm in Manhattan come down and Mike specifically he lived in Yonkers Yonkers so wasn't the Bronx it was Yonkers close enough I think. And um, he, him and his friend drove down the second night. And like, I fell in love. I fell in love. Like, Mike is so damn cute. Like, his hair was black and silky and it curled. He had nice lips. Like, he dressed really nice. Like, he was Puerto Rican. And like, I just I was just like take me as I am <laughs> so it was kind of hard to read the 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 vibes a little bit but like I wasn't wearing a bra and I was wearing a big shirt so every time I bent down you could see my titties so like I I think that's why we fucked so <laughs> we went to around the corner we were walking. I'm in my pajamas. We're in the middle of Manhattan. And I'm on the block at night with Mike and his friend. And, like, I don't have to do any talking. Like, P- 
people from New York, they just talk. They want to do things. They want things to happen now. Like I finally felt like I was entertained because like over here, I'm always trying to make plans, trying to do adventurous things. But over there in New York, it's just regular degular. So I'm just like, okay, we went to McDonald's. We shared fries and we smoked a blunt around the block. Like the point was to walk the block so we could smoke a blunt, but we ran into McDonald's and like they found out a little bit about me and like I found out about them. And then like the next day I was supposed to see Mike, but he got a bench warrant and got arrested. (laughs) So like when he got out, he messaged me and said, you know, I'm going to take you guys to the gallery and like, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to art gallery in New York City. So, um, oh my God, Mike, I just want to say thank you for giving me the greatest memories of my life. Thank you so much. (laughs) The sex was amazing. It was amazing. Okay. Let me, let me just, let me rewind. Let me go back before I get to that, that part. Um, yeah. If I could go back and see him again, I I would in a heartbeat. I lost his Instagram. I'm pissed. I'm going to find it. I am going to find it. This man took me on the most romantic night in New York City that I think ever existed. It was made for a movie script. Thank you, God. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, me, for being so adventurous. Thank you, Candace, for being you. I want you to picture this. You're young. You're full of hormones. And you got this hot thing next to you. And you're in New York City. Anything could happen. So he takes me through the night, all through Soho, to this block. And it's a hole in the wall. And it's, we eat ramen burgers and, kim, and kimchi. And it's the first time I had kimchi. And I had a, first time I had a ramen burger. But like, there was a moment where I looked up and he was just staring at me. And I was staring at him. And I was looking in his eyes and I'm like, I think I could read his mind. I think I could read his mind. I mean, obviously I couldn't, but like in in my mind, I could read his mind at that moment. And in his mind, he was saying, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And then the night just got really romantic and Bonnie and Clyde, he took me to the Korean market and we, he held my hand and he like dragged me through the store not drag me, but like he, we were, he was like, go here, walk here, walk here, walk back. We got back in the elevator to leave. He stole all of these like candies and sodas from the Korean market. And I'm like, this is so romantic. This is so romantic. Like we did a heist. We did a heist in the Korean market. It literally gone in 60 seconds. We literally, we were all dressed in black. We had the same boots. You know, those Chelsea boots. So it's like, I want you to picture two fucking chic New York cats just hot, complimenting each other with looks and just 
young, dumb, full come robbing Korean markets. That was the first time I tried, you know that soda where you pop it and the ball drops and the thing? Yeah, he, he gave me that. And he let me try the pokey sticks. And he let me try the green matcha Kit Kat. Mike, I will never forget you. And I hope you're listening. I really, 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 really hope you're listening. Mike, I miss you. Hit me up at MDMA. (laughs) The sad thing, though, is that when I got home, he got arrested again and went to prison for a year. <laughs> so it's like, it came and went. You know what I mean? But it was only meant for that night. Like, like who do I think I am? I'm a valley girl. I'm a valley girl. Yeah. I know this. So it ended and it was perfect. It was perfect. So I want to take you to when we got back to the hotel room. We're both laying on the bed. We turn on the news. We both have our shoes off. He's not making any moves. I'm not making any moves. But I'm like really, really like you. You could cut the tension with a slice. You could cut the sexual tension with a slice. You could bite it. It was so dense. All I did was move my left foot ever so slightly to touch his foot. As soon as I touched his foot, boom! We're making out. We're making out. We're rolling all over the bed. I'm naked. He's naked. Then he bends me over. I mean, he turns, he flips me. Not bends me. He flips me. I'm flat on my stomach. I'm like, what is happening? And and then he put me in the best position in my life. And he's like, you've never been mounted before? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh my God, what a shame. And I'm like, oh my God. I've never had it like that ever since then. Y'all just don't know what you're doing out here in the West. I'm, I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all need to go to Yonkers or the Bronx. Get some tips for that dick. You know, you understand me? <laughs> ah, how do you guys deal? I have so many great memories from that trip. It's just too bad that I wasn't backing my iPhone up with the iCloud storage, so I lost all the photos when I got a new phone, of course. So, uh, they live in my head forever. Forever. You know what? I'm going to make it my mission today to find Mike on Instagram or Twitter. I'm going to be like, hey, remember me? I will be there in three years. Will you be there with me? (laughs) The reason why I haven't gone back is because I want to go back with 20 racks and just spend it all. Just spend it all. Have a good time. 
that's what I'm gonna do when I turn 30. I'm gonna spend 20 grand on my trip. Hotel, restaurants, I am not going to say no to myself. And neither is my mom. And she's got more money than me. And I'm so ready. I think I'm going to ask for a diamond ring, a diamond earring, a diamond necklace, a diamond watch, a surgery, a house down payment, or a Birkin. I think I'm going to ask for a Birkin. (gasps) I want a Birkin. Mom, I want a Birkin. I'm texting my mom right now. Mom, for my 30th birthday, can you please get me a Birkin? We'll see what she says. I love my mom. You guys have no idea. You know, and if you don't have a good relationship with your mom, I hope that it could heal. If you are going to be a parent and you had a bad relationship with your mom, here's your chance to change direction of the family. You know, break curses, you know? Like, my mom didn't have a mom like her you know she had a she had a shitty upbringing honestly she she didn't have a mom so my mom treated me like how she really wanted to be treated and i'm and i'm just so grateful new york new york i love you I love NYC. I will be back when I turn 30 in 2025. Holy shit. That is three years away. Ah! You guys, I kind of, I kind of have this feeling. I have this feeling that I might be in New York before that. This is episode three of the Man of Candace podcast. Thank you for joining me today and hearing about the most wonderful time in the history of my life. Have a good night, great afternoon, evening, whatever time it is in your area. I love you. D-M-A-Q. Bye. Bing bong.